0: Alright guys, welcome to Sales Pitch, and welcome to this great article about cars that don't make it past 100,000 miles, and I'm really surprised one of them was actually a Honda, so we're going to get into it. Pedal.com is a website where they buy your junk cars, and I've looked into it because I had a junk car, and we used them to get rid of it, and they have good articles in here. Cars that don't make it past 100,000 miles. Unfortunately, one of the cars I jumped didn't make it that far. So here it goes. Are you guys ready? So here it goes. Before I start, do do one thing for me. Be a member of Patreon with me so I can give you more information than just doing YouTube videos. I also do podcasts, write articles. Um, I have great information I'm going to share with you guys. So being a member is going to help help me as a creator so thank you so much so now this is a seven minute read from the Kia Forte to the Audi A4 which Audi A4 I thought was a cool car but people prefer different cars for different reasons popular cars share common traits and a lot of those cars last a long time and uh, most of them don't the ones that we really like to met like the best Usually don't make it for a hundred thousand miles, so so they're marketed as well anyway, even if they're not good, and I'm gonna get into the worst car, which is right here, okay, so they released by reputation and reputable companies these cars, okay now, and receive most attention looks price, popularity, certainly come and play, but how do these? same cars fair and reliability of categories okay so getting in ahead now we compiled a list of eight popular cars and models pre 2017 that probably can't make it past a hundred thousand miles okay without expensive repairs so which one which one would you choose from the longevity standpoint guys so here it goes Worst car ever made. Now this is actually a lot of these people actually people own these cars, but they just didn't last. I had a friend of mine in high school's parents gave him this car because they didn't like it so they liked it they didn't like it at all. It was a crappy car, and he people just didn't like these cars. The Chevy citation is part of General Motors X Body style. Okay? Including Buick Skylark. Pontiac Phoenix, the problematics, the prob, the problems were that the transmissions would give up at any time. Well, transmissions with Chevys always do this, guys. Even the new ones are doing it. The fuel lines would leak and rust out. We know that. Oh, and the brakes would were fatal, and faulty, with these cars. Um, I helped a friend fix. His brakes on on one of these cars, and they just were they just failed all the time. They just weren't good cars. They more people would crash these cars if they had if their brakes were starting to wear out, like fifty thousand miles on the, on. It wasn't good. Causing the car to skid, these cars would actually skid into traffic. This actually happened to a friend of mine that owned one of these. It's not a story. It's actually truth. Um, he ended up getting a lawsuit with the car and one big cuz he got injured. So so the car got totaled and he got some money out of it. So now is a citation one of those cars that was crafted so poorly that US government filed a lawsuit against General Motors in response to numerous customer complaints. Uh the Chevy citation was chance of you making it 200,000 miles were very slim. And the chance of you getting killed were, uh, were 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 pretty good as well. And the chance of you coming out unscathed was unlikely. That's how dangerous these cars were. The last car like that was the Ford Pinto. Things would actually blow up on you when you're driving them. That wasn't good. Next, 1990 Ford Explorer. These cars, I liked them. They were cool, but they had problems. And they replaced the Bronco but for a family-oriented model suitable for everyday commuting while the car has lived on since the 90s, they still make the Ford Explorer. Um, now, they there were problems, and customers have consistently complained about it. Um, the problems were that transmissions, uh, well, that's true, lunged or jolted. That is actually true with the Explorer, Explorer and simply wouldn't work at all. <laughs> It would jerk, accelerate too quickly, or jump gears. That actually was true with these Ford Explorers. I was, My uncle had one, and it had those problems. But it did run, but it didn't make it 100,000 miles. The engine actually wore out. Okay, another thing was Firestone tires. Pacific year for that Firestone had problems with the tires exploding while driving. That is true, too. So that didn't make things any better for the Ford Explorer. Yes, yes, your car would overheat, transmission would fail, but the car would also physically hurt you on the road in case you get into a 100K club sounds pretty scary. That that vehicle um, that had bad tires, the Firestone tires with the Explorer back then, wow. Man, the Firestone got sued too. So yeah, not a good, that that year was just bad. Okay, now, 2003 Saturn Ion, which I didn't, I thought these cars were ugly anyway. What car is named after a planet and was recalled 12 times in 2003, the Saturn Ion, the first car with a defective ignition switch, a $1 part, which resulted in at least Oh, uh, wow. Thirteen deaths over the five hundred complaints. Beyond that, it was known for being clunky, loud, and extremely uncomfortable. The Saturn Ion is often ranked as one of the worst cars made of all time. Beyond the citation. And look, GM made it. GM made both cars. Look, I had a Saturn I had a Saturn one or a Saturn something four door at one time and it was a, I, I never have any problems with it. It was a good car. I had a problem with the I had to pro, I had one problem with it with the wasn't transmission related. It had something to do with the I don't know. I I guess it was a switch in it that went bad, but they fixed it like in one day. Chevy Cobalt 2005. I had a friend that had one of these and yes, this car absolutely was a pile of crap. Okay? Chevy has not been very good at making cars and to this day i only had one chevy i had i didn't have a chevy but i had a car close to this which was a pontiac sunfire which never had any problems never had one problem with it ever (laughs) the problem with the chevy cobalt included ignition coil failure headlights and turn signals functions didn't work gas cap failure timing chain tensioner failure and it flushed brake fluid Every 60... He had to flush brake fluid every 60,000 miles. Those cars were just junk. Thank you, Chevy, for giving us crap all the time. 2011 Chevy Impala. Yes, another piece of crap. All right. 2000 Impala was another car from Chevy. Chevy to recall. um, Three million cases for ignitions that didn't turn off. Yep, that actually happened. I had a friend that... We were in the parking lot. and said, hey, I can't get my car to turn off. I was like, well... Let me look at it. It was a Chevy Impala. (laughs) Even it, we unplugged the battery and it still didn't shut off, guys. After taking the battery off, it was clunky. Car sucks. Now, that was the Chevy Impala. It would not make it past 100,000 miles. Most people actually got rid of them because they're just not good cars. 2004 Ram pickup truck. 2,500, 3,000 miles were true. These cars rusted out. Now they had what's called wobble of death, which was true. That occurred when driving over 60 miles an hour on highway. Causing the truck to shake with limited ability to control the steering wheel. That was not good. I remember these. 2004 Rams, man. If you got one, that's that's your death penalty right there. Here we go. Actually had a friend that had one of these. 2015. Chevrolet Truck Colorado, from 2004 to 2009, including engine stalls, rust out, transmissions going bad. I don't even, I don't even have to read this this thing right here. Issues of contaminated power steering fluid, so the power steering would go out. That actually did happen too. It was right here. Um, and damaged belts, power steering pump, and other issues, including key got stuck in the ignition. That actually happened too braking problems, and faulty fuel level sensor. Yeah, look, these issues were bad with these cars. 2014 Lincoln MKZ, see one of these used? Run. Do not, do not buy it. These are, these are bugged cars, man. The Ford Lincoln MKZs, are Mark, do not buy one from these model years. And trust me, just don't buy one period of any year. They just, like... From the 90s, they are okay. But from the 2000 and up, they just made them like crap. And that's it, guys. Sales pitch out. Please subscribe to my channel. And uh, remember, I'm looking out for you. So I'm doing articles like this and reading about articles like this because they're fun to do. And, you know, we need to know what we're driving. If you want a really good car, a really good car, um might want to find out buying a Well, believe it or not, the best car right now that's being built is Volvo. Volvo builds really good cars, and I bought a used one and gave it to a family member, and she loves it, and it doesn't give her any issues, as far as we know. Everything's fixed with it. These cars are built in Norway in the snow. These cars are built for harsh weather, and they're built right, by the way, and the other ones that you might want to think about buying, well, Honda's still good, and Toyotas are okay, but Honda, Toyota and, Hi, Toyota, and Honda's been having their issues. Not because they're not good cars, because they can't, you can't get them, and the parts are not available to fix them when they do break. Trust me, it took me six months to get a door fixed. When a guy hit my door, and I had to get repainted, didn't have, the, didn't have the door. It took six months to get it. But all right, guys, that's it for the junk cars. If you want to trade it in, go to uh, Pedal.com, and maybe they can make they'll make you a good deal. Just get rid of that piece of crap in your driveway. But all right, guys, take take a good day off, and have a great day.